This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. This is Jesse Mae Peluso, your hostess with the mostest. God, I hate saying that. That's so cheesy. Who says that? What is this, the fucking 80s? What are we at, like, uh, a TGI Fridays? Who the fuck says hostess with the mostest? Am I a mom? I just turned into a nerdy, corny mom. Hostess with the mostest. Fuck. Shit. It's happening. It happens all so fast. Slowly, then all at once, like the fucking Fault in Our Stars. When she said that shit, I don't know if anyone's ever seen Fault in Our Stars, but Shailene Woodley's character fell in love with some dude who's got like lung cancer and she's got like toe cancer. Everyone has cancer in this movie. If you if you're on the rag, don't watch it because you're just going to be a goddamn blubbering mess. But she was talking about how she fell in love with this dude and she said kind of like how you fall asleep slowly then all at once. And I was like, hey, son, once is that how it happens? OK, love isn't real. You cancer ridden bastard. I'm just kidding. That's not funny. Cancer's not funny, but it is funny. Everything's funny. If you take offense to things, fuck off because you're going to die very miserable. You have to laugh at the darkest things, okay? Everyone I know has cancer. My mom's neighbor has cancer. Horrible cancer. He's out in the backyard laughing. You know why? Because death is staring him at the face. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. Go ahead and take me. Go ahead. I'm smoking on a pipe. He's smoking weed in the backyard. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. Laugh at cancer. That's the moral of this story. Okay. I have a fun interview. I need to tell you guys where I'm going to be performing this weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the 31st, April 1st, and April 2nd, I'm at Good Nights Comedy Club in Raleigh, North Carolina. It is not an April Fool's joke. I will be there in April Fool's. Come see me, jessiemay.com for tickets. And the following week, uh, Friday, April 8th, 9th, and 10th, I will be at the Funny Bone in Cincinnati, Ohio, or Horo, um, Friday, April 8th, 9th, and 10th. And then... Where the hell am I? April 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th. I'll be at Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. That's a tough one to say. Uh, JessieMay.com for tickets. The first week of May, uh, Friday, the 6th, 7th, and 8th. I think that's the first week. Mother's Day weekend. I don't know. Uh, calendars don't make sense to me anymore. I'll be at Albany, New York at the... Is it the Funny Bone there? I don't even know what the... Is that what's in Albany now? They just opened it up. Brand new. Um, the 6th, 7th, and 8th. So go to jessiemay.com for tickets 
And last week, I asked you guys to give me drag queen names so I could give away some tickets. Or it was like a couple days ago. It was a very, very quick turnaround for a contest. But some of you guys gave me some questionable names. And I picked my favorite one. And it's Olive Black Hawk. <laughs> Daniel Home, he named me Olive Black Hawk. That is such a good drag name. So send me an email at sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com and I will give you tickets to come see me live with a bunch of your friends. Great name. Uh, I just want to get a tan and go out there and work my fierceness just so that name is validated. (laughs) Um, I'm going to get right into the interview today. I'm talking with one of my comedy friends, one of my future ex-husbands, one of my... um, white boys that do stand-up comedy. <laughs> Everyone needs to be labeled, but there are labels out there. He's an, he's a cute white boy that does stand-up comedy. We have so many of them, too many of them, if you ask me. Bitches are coming in and taking over, and we talk a lot about that. Uh, he's doing tons of stuff. He's working his ass off. He's a hardworking comedian, and I like his energy. That's the one thing I love about him. He's got good energy. There's so many comedians that have this notion they feel like they have to be negative all the time. Not just chill, man. Smoke some weed and chill. We're all out there doing this thing, okay? Why are we, why are we making enemies out of each other? You're not going to get what I'm going to get. I'm not going to get what you're going to get. We're all going to get what we deserve when we deserve it. So shut your mouth, get on stage, put the work in, and stop talking some shit off stage, okay? So I hope you enjoy my interview with my boy, Jeff Dye. Did you get the jacket? <laughs> I really, I'm not ashamed of that. We should have been recording because we just missed a whole bunch of personal information. It's the Sharp Tongue Podcast. You know what, Justin? I told you that as you know, doctor patient confidentiality. Oh, are we are we are we role playing already? No, I was just telling you that you can't go telling people about my jock itch. You came in here just mime scratching your taint. Not mime, actually, actually scratching my taint. <laughs> And you were mime uh, butt poking yourself with your own finger. That's true. Tell the people. Well, it's true because of the dream you had. You said you had a dream last night, and it and we start talking about finger poking. Let's back up a little bit. Get let's it? Back, back up. up. Okay, let's back Tell that up. Tell me about up. your dream last night. What happened is, Jessamine, I said, you smell good or something like that. And then you were like, yeah, I just showered. And I was like, yeah, tell me more. And then you were like, uh, well, I was washing my butthole, and you did like a little act out of your butthole. Because you went straight to romantic. I did. <laughs> I did. I, I was showing you how I wash my butthole because I was thinking about it this morning. I actually like, you know, I loof on my finger and I go and I just it's almost like you're like tapping on the butt. Like, hey, are you yeah. there? And you do you ever do that? To I don't wash? do that. How no, do you really wash your butt then? I take my hand like a karate hand <laughs> and I just really like kind of like rub that well, way. So you do a seesaw motion. Yeah, no penetration. Uh, there's no risk of penetration when you're just karate Well, there is a risk of penetration a little no, bit. You can't go sideways like that. What are you talking about? You might about? catch your, like a finger in the, in no, the hole. No, because it's just the Oh, you're not, you're not going yeah, that far. I don't far. ever go that far. See, I do a little tap like I'm doing Morse code on the butthole. <laughs> that's really weird. <laughs> okay, so that's what you're talking about. And then that and made then you... And then it made me remember a, a dream that I had last night. Which Which was, was me and Kanye's <laughs> worst fear. <laughs> people forgetting about you no not that <laughs> no well actually that is a great fear of mine, yeah but no uh, i had a dream that i was hooking up with a girl and she just rifled a finger right up there <laughs> and in my dream it was like it was really rifle is such a good word horrific 
That's really what happened. Why do, what do you, you know, everyone talks about dreams being like metaphorical of something else in our lives. I really wonder what ha- what's going on in your in your life right now that you got rif- finger rifled in the bong. I think what it is is I don't want to get too deep too early on the podcast. <laughs> But I think, I think when, when you that. have a nightmare about someone really just lodging a f- finger all the way up your anus, it just means that you're afraid of someone rifling a finger up your anus. You think there's no... It's poetic, isn't you, it? You don't think there's any sort of li- like alternate no. meaning? Not at all. Just it's a figure. It's like literal. Do you? What do you think it means? I, I think it means... I take all my rash medicine. Yeah, what is all that medicine you have in your palm? It looks like you're a recovering meth, meth addict. Uh, are those are those? It's, uh, it's mostly vitamins. Vitamins. It's all. It's vitamin D. You vitamin C, niacin, and uh, and then pills for the STDs. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you take vitamin D if you live in in LA? Don't you get? Are you? Don't, aren't you here? I don't always have s- time to go lay in the sunshine like you ladies. I don't lay in the sunshine. All I need is fifteen minutes. So you have windows in your car? I don't have fifteen minutes. <laughs> Very busy. <laughs> I have a MLB 2K12 <laughs> schedule. You also have to climb back on the. I have library a double header ladder. with the Phillies right after this. Uh, you know, I got a lot of things to do. I'm gonna read. <laughs> do you, are you reading anything? Now everyone knows I'm lying. I don't read anything. You don't read books at all. No, books are dumb. Come on, books are like the total antithesis of dumb. I hate books. And why I'll tell is you it why. your attention? Do you have to start over? over One, over? it's lonely. You have to sit there by yourself. That's not fun. Nobody's ever been like, "Hey, want to get together Friday and go to a book." <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not interesting. Books are stupid. And go to a book. Plus, seeing stuff so much better than running your eyeballs over letters and stuff. That's a really interesting way to say. Yeah, that. I like seeing stuff. Like mm-hmm. movies are way better than books. Like if I told you about some hot dude, I'm like, oh, just man, you gotta see this hot dude. He's got like abs and like he's just your type. You would, I w- you would ask to see a picture. You wouldn't be like, oh, is there something I can read about him? Like no. <laughs> You want to see stuff. How do you know I don't want to read something about him, though? You don't. His bio? Maybe I want to read his bio. No. Maybe he's got a nice, you know, background No. in he, musical appreciation. Well, you'd want to see him playing a guitar or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the girl that put her finger in your butthole? In the dream? Yeah. I don't know. It's just some, just some lady. F- just some girl. I mean, well, she, I must have known her pretty good. I was hooking up with her, but I mean... She's nobody in real life? It wasn't like a stranger. <laughs> But it's nobody you know now. No, I don't know. I didn't know the identity of the person. That's interesting. In my dream. Yeah. It's just some woman. Are you single now? Yeah. How long have you been single? Um, Technically, I've been single for like uh, about a year. That sounds like some guy bullshit talk. Well, like I tried. Technically. Uh, I made a play to get back together with you the last did? one. Yeah. What was your play? Well, I just was like, let's do this again. And she was like, you've broken up with me like a billion times, you idiot. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Things are different MO? now. Things are different now. <laughs> Life's changed. You like to break up with people? and then No, get back? I don't. It's just like. With her, it was that way. Um, Yeah, with her, it was that way. I like that. I think that that's what I want. And then I, after like an hour, I'm like, I don't want this. You if seem I'm like not- you're a faithful dude. I would be if I'm in a relationship, I'm faithful. But yeah. I'm also not a big relationship guy. Really? I feel yeah, like you've been they're in a not bunch. Fun. No, I've been in like two ever. Really? Yeah. That's it. The the, the girl from before, mm-hmm. the chick that was like, can we say what she did? Uh, the playmate. Yeah. Yeah, that okay, was well, one of yeah, them. Yeah. That. And then the other one was just a regular lady. Isn't the playmate a regular lady? Too? Yeah. Well, no, but she was a playmate. You would say that. You know, you would definitely. That'd That's be her accolade that you yeah, want to yeah. start with. You don't start with she a regular lady. She would call lady. me Sweetie Buns, and I would call her uh, Playmate of the Year 2007. <laughs> 
pet names. People love cute pet, pet names. Just pet names. Just cute yeah. little couple pet names. That's yeah. all that is. So what are you doing on the prowl then? Uh, I, I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing on the prowl? Like, are you, are you hanging out with girls after the shows? Yeah, I like to do that. I like just hanging out with people in general. Yeah, you are pretty sociable. Yeah. You know, the one thing I like about you is that you're not a very depressive person off stage. I mean, you have your, your moments. We yeah. all do. But you're generally a pretty... I'm happy yeah. all the time. Most I would say 99% of my life, I'm very happy. We well, you know there's like that comic notion am- amongst other comics that you, if you're happy that you're not a comedian. I know, and I hate that. <laughs> what is and that? I think that you've probably experienced that more than anyone because you're yeah. from New York. Yeah. So those New York comedians like really subscribe mm-hmm. to that. Like, ah, you're too pretty to be a comedian. Yeah, what are you so oh, happy you about? So happy, you still got hope. You gotta be, and you're like, shut up. Yeah, it like, I hate like it that. so yeah. much. I just got mad at some girl at uh, Comedy Magic Club, like on... Saturday. I didn't get mad, but she was like, she said something about how like, um, oh, you're too good looking to be a comedian. I was like, oh yeah, that probably explains why you're really good at comedy because you're so ugly and fat and gross. <laughs> is that isn't that what she's suggesting? Yeah, right, to- that she same. must be hilarious yep. because she's so ugly. Yep. But like, that's nonsense. There's plenty of like really good looking comedians. Yeah, but I'm, I also mean just like the way you are as a person. I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. That means I have a lot to draw from. I have yeah. a great life. We all do. Yeah, I know. It's I like just so don't funny like Jim it. Norton or any of these other like I'm trying to think of some good examples and they're all usually always New York guys. But Ornery. Like, um I'm trying to think. Jim Norton is like the first one that comes to my brain. He's incredibly talented. Yeah. He is so like successful, so wealthy. Yeah. Um brilliant. And and he's still like kind of like li- at least suggests on stage that he's like miserable, but I don't believe that he's miserable. He's great. Yeah, everyone loves him. Yeah, and everyone thinks he's so awesome. And same with like Louis C.K. That's why I'm not like a huge fan of the Louis C.K. show because we're still supposed to believe like, oh, poor Louis. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Louis can't catch a break. Yeah, no one wants to fuck Louis. <laughs> Can you believe Louis can't afford that apartment? You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Louis's the number one like most famous comedian. I guess it is hard to take. I could name a hundred women every. Every night who would fuck Louis in the improv. Like, yeah, like, like an on stage. The club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like I just that's why I just don't buy it. Like we're I all know. we have great lives. We work an hour a night doing Sometimes our art. Two. And Sometimes two. Sometimes two, Jeff. And then afterwards people are like, You were so great. Let's, Let's have buy sex. You, I'll buy you drinks. I'm gonna buy you drinks. And have sex. <laughs> I've had dudes like offer their wives like, "Hey, my wife really wants to have sex with you." I was like, "This is the greatest job." You're like, "Why this- would anybody work any other job?" That's the great- There's nothing to be sad about ever. <laughs> What, what, um, you, I don't really know about your childhood. Yeah. What was your, what was growing up like? You grew up in Seattle. Grew up in Seattle. Uh, Did you, were your parents together? South of Seattle. My parents are still together. That's right. Um, yeah. I grew up south of Seattle, about like an hour south of Seattle. And, um, and I think that's why I'm a comedian because (laughs) there was a lot of neglect. My parents are good people. They're, they're fine and all that. And they get, you know, they're a great couple and everything. But there was like, it was just constantly what I am now. Like, bring, like just me going up to them and go, hey, look, mom and dad. Like, doing a little dance. And they're like, yeah, yeah, get out of here. Do you still and, do and, that? and then me walking in and like holding the picture, like, look at what I drew. And they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. So it's like, that's been like a thread in my life of just trying to get somebody to pay attention, somebody to be my friend, That's somebody. Why we're friends. To, yeah, and so and I'm fine with it. Like I'm happy. Like I want That's one thing too that I always say too is that like there's nobody I have a beef with, a beef with in stand-up comedy or life who couldn't just come to me and be like, "Hey man, I'm sorry. Let's be friends." And I'd be like, "All right." Yeah. <laughs> and it's completely over. Like there's nothing that runs so deep that basically they couldn't just 
ask me to be their friend out of it. Like, because that's all, that's why I do comedy. I yeah. want people to like me. I want people to be my friends. And that's it. And you know, the interesting thing is, you make a good point about wanting people to like you because I think there's a commonality amongst comedians as well that we all want to be liked on stage. Yeah. And then that goes back to those other comedians who like, deny that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be liked. Absolutely. I, I don't I think that in life, like I think we teach kids like, uh, oh, who cares what people think? It's okay to care what people think. It's I okay care to what, care people, what think. people think. Yeah, I care. I genuinely care. If you don't like this shirt, then fucking, all right, I won't wear it again. <laughs> Actually, I was gonna tell you. I'm I, only I wearing like things shirt. so that you, that women it's a will go. It's a V-neck. It's a non-committal V-neck, and you, it, your Should I chest hair. Yeah, just button it all the way up. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, see. Let's we'll see what changes the, the room. <laughs> see what the fans think. <laughs> yeah, this shirt has a chocolate stain you on it too. Cho- Are you drinking a mocha? I always had a little hot cocoa. Oh, it's really cute. Yeah, it's delicious. Do you drink coffee? I drink espresso, and then I chase it with uh, hot cocoa. That's a really good combination, though. It's great. I'm not much of a coffee drinker, but once in a while, that looks so much better. All right, that's you what have I'll do one then. button unbuttoned and just a little, little peak. a what sprinkle of chest hair. What do you think? What do you think, Ben? What a guy! You're a good dude. Yeah, it's not bad, right? Your little chest hair, not too much. Yeah, just a little peak, Everyone, just a little, a little tease. <laughs> like, does he have chest hair? Man, maybe. It's hard to tell. Why? Why were you neglected? Why? Yeah. Uh, I think just think my parents weren't real interested. Shut <laughs> up. I really don't. I think they're just busy. Like you, you weren't an only time. child. No, I have two older sisters. And were they in the house, or were they already like apartment renting and no, all that? No, they were in the house, but also they were like girls, so they were like a little team, and they were like, like get out of here, leave us alone. And they were older. They were older. So how much older were they? Uh, six years and three oh, years. Oh, so you're just like. And me coming in and be like, hey, let's play, and they're like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, lo- a lot of that. That's my life. Did you do skits? I always did yeah, skits. As a all kid. the time. Dress up. Really? Well, and that's one thing too is like my sisters, like they would allow me to hang out with them if they would like get to put makeup on me <laughs> and like dresses or like nail polish. And so I was willing to do that. I was like, all right, here we go. Do you have pictures of you? In, in, oh, there's hundreds. And dresses and makeup? Yeah, that has hundreds. to be a DVD title. Like a. a image. I was like Bruce Jenner. I was dressing up like a girl so often. <laughs> do you have any Bruce? Do you talk about Bruce Jenner in your set? Um, you're not supposed to make fun of Caitlyn Jenner because she's only like one years old or whatever. Oh, that's right. But, Caitlyn uh, Jenner, not Bruce. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, but I was joking around about being Bruce because I was like just always dressing up like a girl and then hiding it. <laughs> Didn't want anyone to find out. So I was very much like the early Bruce Jenner. <laughs> you paved the way for Bruce Jenner. I did. Yes, you did. Well, sort of. Yeah. For yeah. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn, really. She's really. You didn't pave it for Bruce. She's so brave. <laughs> I sent sarcasm with that. I sent a little. I love her. Do you? Yeah, she's great. I don't need to hear about her every day. Do you think she's woman of the year after only being sure. it for one year? Well, you know they did that as like a publicity thing. Yeah, but isn't it like someone, I don't know, it was on the internet, it was somebody's joke, and I can't think of who it was, but they they said something like, leave it up to a man to, like, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Like also want to be the best at being a woman. <laughs> that's really good. That's funny, right? Well, you know what's funny is like, what was the award, the Arthur Ashe Award or yeah. whatever? Yeah. And I remember, like, people were outraged. It was all, like, conservative people were like, oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner won it over our war hero. All this stuff. I was like, can you name the last two people that won that award? It's true. No one gave no one cares. a crap about and it that award. What does it mean? Like, I don't who know. cares? Never heard of it. Don't care about it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, give her 10 trophies. Yeah, I don't who, give a and shit. And people are like, oh, woman of the year. W- woman of the year to who? Yeah. I don't. I to didn't get a universe? vote. I didn't get a vote. I didn't get a vote. No Seems one sent unfair. me a ballot. Yeah. Flip. I would have picked Minka Kelly. <laughs> I probably, you know, I maybe would have picked my mom just to kind of like 
Show you know her that I love her. Change my vote. I'm going to vote for your mom. You're going to vote for my mom? Yeah, way better than me. Two Mickey votes. Kelly. That's all she's going to get, though. That's all she needs. That's all she needs. <laughs> Are you closer with your mom or your dad? Or is um, it different relationships? I'm equally close with both of them. Yeah? Yeah. Do they have any weird quirks? Like uh, anything that you think you carry? I'm re- I'm starting to realize I'm 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 absorbing a lot of oh my no. parents. You're kidding. Uh, I wake like up what? Uh, just like <laughs> you know, my mom is a perfectionist and a stubborn woman. Like so stubborn. Everything has to be so damn neat in the house. You don't seem stubborn at all. Oh my god. I'm stubborn when it comes to like my living space. Okay. My environment is immaculate. Almost like uh a OCD. That's how I am. Yeah? Yeah, everything has a place. I make my apartment look tidy before i leave me too i could be late for the like my i could be late for the airport and i'll still make the bed i was gonna be late today because i was cleaning i wanted to make my apartment look neat being late to this wasn't real high stakes well i'm just letting you know that I, you're not really high <laughs> oh, up on my well, no i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm not as important as no, making no, no. the bed that's good though but i hauled ass to get here and we walked in on time we all and we had that little butthole moment oh, that's true it so wouldn't have happened that wouldn't that. have happened no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess um, i'm trying to think what i have that my parents have um, <clears throat> nothing. Judgment. I, I don't think it, like occasionally I'll make a facial expression that my dad makes, and I'll be like, ah, shit. <laughs> but other than that, I can't think of it. My dad is like n- the funniest person you'll ever yeah, meet. Yeah, see, the f- are both your parents funny, or is your dad like the funny guy? Well, neither one of them are trying to be funny. Right, of course. They're just it's it's on. You'll never meet a human like my dad unless you know a lot of like schizophrenics. <laughs> like he's like, there's one of the stories I like to tell. I was in <laughs> Iowa. For the um, 30th anniversary, the 25th anniversary of the Field of Dreams. Oh, my God. And it was God. like Father's Day weekend, and we had a softball game on the Field of Dreams. That's the so awesome. The cornfield and everything. And Kevin Costner was there. It was like the anniversary of the movie. How did you figure, because you're a baseball fan. I'm a huge baseball fan, and I got asked to play in the celebrity game by like a publicist who gets me into all these kind of like right. things. She likes me or whatever. And so I was playing in it. And uh, I brought my dad because it's like it's yeah, Father's Day weekend. Thing. I want to play catch with my dad on on the Field of Dreams. How yeah. fun would that be? So I bring my dad, and he's just he's just so not used to those kind of things. And I love my dad to death, but like he he just walked up to us at one point where it's like me, Kevin Costner, Timothy Busfield, all these like people, like, kind of like in a small circle, just telling stories, you know, like doing guy stuff. And my dad just walks up and he's like. <sighs> You look up there, up in the skies, there's just no way we're alone in this universe. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's okay to believe in aliens, Dad, but maybe don't open with that <laughs> in front of a whole bunch of strangers. What did, people, what did Kevin Costner say? They're all just looking at him like, oh, where, where is he going with this? And he just started talking about aliens. It was amazing. But that's one thing that's like endearing about my dad, too, is like he just, he don't, he's going to talk about bigfoot that's hilarious does he believe in that stuff yeah he believes in bigfoot yeah bigfoot's real that's seattle you guys have a whole bigfoot store when i was in seattle performing you guys have it's like a whole bigfoot culture out there what's because it's real man okay how do you know it's real it's real it's just a big monkey out there (laughs) just one no there's a bunch of them families of them you think there's packs of them yeah i believe believe in bigfoot too yeah it's real has your dad ever seen it's not that crazy (laughs) to think it's real you know who thinks it's fake like people who have never been in the woods it's always like people in New or York who are like, oh, bull crap. You're like, yeah, but what would you know? Republicans don't want you to have hope in anything. Not well, even Bigfoot. I know. That's why I'm sad about them. <laughs> that's why I'm sad about Republicans. Because they don't want you to believe in they Bigfoot. They don't want me to believe in things Do that are really nice. Do you really believe in Bigfoot? Are you just believing it because you real. think it's a sweet notion? No, it's, a, it's, a, it's real. I really believe that. 100%. Because I have a Bigfoot hunting guide. You do? Yeah. What's well, not hunting like to kill? It's like hunting the Judah to track. Friedlander one? <laughs> no. No? Uh, this one's just one I bought from a store in Seattle. I have hundreds of things on Bigfoot. <laughs> I did. I bought a Bigfoot crossing sign 
Bigfoot is real sticker for my laptop and a hunting guy. <laughs> I love that. It's like squat. It's but do you like, really believe in it? Yeah, I've always believed in it. I believe well, in ghosts. I believe in aliens. Well, I'm here's not, the thing. There's, like, is this where you make fun to, of me? No, there used okay. to be like bones. Of they, they, they say, oh, how come we've never found bones? Well, there's an animal called Gigantopithecus, who they think is extinct. They is think that that's a Kardashian? <laughs> it's, yeah, <laughs> it's Kardashians? keeping up with Gigantopithecus. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out on uh, E. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, they, it's real. It's like a real animal that was alive at one point, and they think bipedal it's extinct. Or but on all I, yeah, fours. it's a bipedal hominid yeah. that lived in the woods, and they think that it's just either a descendant of that or that in the Pacific Northwest and the Canada and West Coast. So where are the bones? Well, the, there's tons of bones of Gigantopithecus. Really? That, yeah, they have it. It's real, man. I'm telling you. I, that's what I believe it is. Like, and also like Indians. Ask any Native Americans; they believe in Bigfoot. I know they do. If you read the the journals of Lewis and Clark, they talk about bears, and then they talk about like all these other animals. But then they also like journaled about like giant, like beasts that came in the night and stole some salmon from their nets, and Sasquatch. So yeah, you you do read? Yeah. Well, no. Just I, the journals no, of Lewis. I, and I Clark. watch documentaries. <laughs> And the documentary. So you're telling said, other people to read it. Yeah, I didn't read the journal thing. <laughs> you watch a documentary. That was in a documentary, and I was like, oh. It's a very smart wording I that you use. Trust that they. Uh, you said if you read, you didn't say I read. Yeah, I didn't read. If nothing. you read, because if you read it, you will find it. Last thing I was read was a like, goosebumps, like in like grade four. <laughs> no, that's a lie. It was Playmate 2000 years. Oh yeah, Playboy. I read her whole yeah, issue. Yeah, read her whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Inside no and out. Ah, <laughs> God, that was really good though. That was pretty good. Cover to cover. Yeah. They're known for their articles. Uh, well, now that's all it is, I heard. Their art titles. Art titles. Yeah. Dude, tweet that. <laughs> Don't miss that opportunity. <laughs> Don't miss that. <laughs> Don't let people hear this and then tweet it. You tweet it. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's what happens. Where are you this weekend? I'm in Chicago. I'm so Zanies? excited. Yeah. It's the greatest Are you club doing though. the three skip? The, the Rosemont, Fairmont, and then old... They only booked me for Rosemont and Downtown. Okay, yeah, those I've are the best. I've never done the other one. The old, uh, the other ones. Um, they talk about it all the time, but it's, I, it's out there. Yeah, it's you must have to be place. like, I don't know. They've literally, I've, I worked those each one of those clubs like twice a year, and they've never had me at the other one. Well, do you do anything special when you go to Chicago? Um, baseball, a lot of baseball stuff, or I go to the same restaurants because I have like friends there. What restaurants? Harry Carey's. I'm on like, the wall. You are? Yeah. Is that why you go? You're and I'm like, like that's really me. close to the bust. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like it. Makes me, like, it's incredible. There's like, Michelle Obama is farther away from Harry Carey's bust than me. <laughs> like, it's the craziest thing. But it's just because that restaurant really likes me. And they're like, oh, it's like, I, I think they think I'm from Chicago or something. I don't know what's going on, but I'm not telling them. Maybe they just think you're cute. Maybe. I'll take it. Whatever. Whatever works. What, um, I just, I got heckled so bad. Where the in Chicago? Was I? No, and, um. Where was I this past weekend? Nashville. This a whole a whole pack of bridesmaids came up. Oh boy! And it's just like you know, it's all about them. Right. I never I never I never understood why bridesmaids that that the, the bridal party they go to comedy clubs because I assume you want to talk. Yeah, they're dumb. They want to talk. Don't know. Yeah, they have and they no have dick hats on. They had an inflatable cock on the table. I don't know. Enormous, and they kept waving it. It's like. This isn't senior frogs. They always, that's one thing that makes me laugh about bridal <laughs> parties is like, they think like, aren't we crazy? Look at our dick straws and our <laughs> dick necklaces. And look, we bought her a big dick for her bur- for, for her presents. Yeah. Look, we're wearing dick hats and dick shirts. <laughs> Meanwhile, the bachelor is at his bachelor party with real pussy all over him. Yeah. Like actual, <laughs> like is. you're not crazy. He's crazy. He's oh the my one. God. Do you do that as a joke? No, but that's it's good. true. It's true. 
They think they're so like nuts. You're like, you're not nuts. It's just a bunch of fake that's wieners. That's true. And that just goes to show you how much more trustworthy women are than men. Yeah, that's them <laughs> thinking they're nuts. I would believe that. Yeah, women are. You know, I'm, let's squash that right now. Like with this whole women are equal shit. It's not. <laughs> We're both so different. You men, think like equal as in how? Well, we can have rights and be paid the same, but women are in no way equal to men, Physically. and men are in no way equal to women. Women yeah, are way more loyal and monogamous, <laughs> maternal. You're better people as far as like your hearts and minds. Like you, Our penitentiaries aren't full of women. They're full of dudes who just wanted to kill somebody or beat some dude up or steal some shit. Women are better humans. But on the other hand, men are a lot stronger, yeah. and we're a lot uh more driven we're a lot more like cutthroat when it comes to like business that makes us make better business decisions something. i don't know if you're more driven but i definitely agree with all the other stuff um, i think there's just as many driven women well i mean like as far as like a, maybe what if, you're driven if someone by. told like a dude like hey for this position that means you're gonna be working really long hours and you're not gonna be able to have some wife or girlfriend or kids this is a job that we need you here all the time i do would just go that's fine I don't give a shit. All right, good. But if you told a woman that, they'd be like, well, I don't know if I'm really willing to commit to that. I have other ideas of of, of family and, and a like I'm not willing to cut out those. I just I guess that doesn't make it driven. I don't know. Yeah, I, just think, I think it's just, uh, I think they're both, we're both, they, like, like I'm an alien. I think we're both equally driven. I just think the- um, Yeah, maybe that's not true. The, I don't know. The way we go about it is different and our approach is different and- um, uh, maybe the way we digest it is different, but yeah. that's that's also you know we are different creatures. There's so many differences. There's I like so this many whole blanket statement. Like, oh, we're the same. You're like, we're not. We're not the same. We're not same. meant to be the same. Yeah, and it's good that we're by not nature. The same. It's good. And I you think. guys are bigger because you're meant to protect us. And yeah, we're smaller because we're meant to be smarter. Well, I believe that. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm doing great. It's true. I just, but I just always get so mad when girls will like come to shows like that's awful. It's like no, it's true. Women are yeah. different. That's the whole reason Girl Code was a show. Yeah, because it was talking like, totally about different. girls and the differences. Like it's just, but like, like and it's not a negative thing. People take it as a negative no, thing, but great. it's not a negative. It's thing. great that we're not the same. I don't want to be the same as a girl, and I, I don't think girls should be the same as dudes. Your photos know. of you in a chi- uh, in your childhood would say different. Well, in, that's in your be- lipstick. I'm not coming out of the closet for another ten years. <laughs> so if that's where the road you're going down, it won't be on this podcast. Are you ferociously heterosexual? <laughs> what does that mean? Like just because there's a scale of sexuality, um, it spans from like uh, you know homosexuality to heterosexual. Yeah, I don't and know. I've never middle, seen this test. Where do you think you lie? If you had a guess, right in the middle. Really? Yeah, because I grew up with girls. So I feel like I know the female mind very, very well. And then also I'm like open-minded to like girl stuff because I just don't care. Like I know where my genitals go at the end of the night. If someone calls me gay, I'm like, all right, whatever you think. But are you, as far as like what experimental-wise? Oh, as far as experimental? Yeah, like yeah, are you open sexually Pretty like heterosexual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like in like uh, stereotypes or like uh, I mean, gender roles. No, or, but that's interesting. So I'll go get a pedicure. I don't care. Like people are like, oh, I'll never do that. It's like, why? It's a foot rub. What yeah, is female about a foot rub? Right, right. There's nothing gender specific about that. I like. I do hot yoga almost every day, and I get a lot of guy friends who are like that's so that's so fucking gay, dude. I was like, why? It's amazing. It's a good sweat. It clears your mind. It's a good workout. There's Balances beautiful you. women everywhere. You can look at butts. Yeah, it's awesome. But there's just these like things that dudes are like, I can't believe you would do that. I was like, I, I don't well, see. Well, I think it's like the over masculine. It's like trying to make boys so masculine, which when makes young. no sense. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. I can't imagine just like the pressure of raising a kid and 
wanting to make sure the kid is perfect, you're going to end up turning him into a monster or her sure. into a monster. Well, it's not the, there's just no reason to like, I, I think that's why I said I was in the middle because like I, I'm very open to like female, stereotypical female things. But I'm also, because I grew up around chicks, I love dude stuff. Like, because I was, like, craving it right. when I was young. So, like, when someone's like, want to go fishing? I'm like, fishing? That's a guy thing. Like, <laughs> like, I get so excited. Or, like, I love, like, sports that way. Or, like, I love, because at a very young age, I was just kind of craving these dude things. It's funny. I was in a, I was in New Mexico on the Bob and Tom tour, like, mm-hmm. three weekends ago. And um, Kostaki Economopolis is this incredible community. I love them so yeah. much. But in my act, I talk about how I'm not gay because a lot of people think I'm gay because of the way I look, talk, and dress. And, uh, <laughs> and so That's such a, that alone is hilarious. <laughs> so I like I always drink hot cocoa. Like I drink like ten espressos a day, and then I always chase it with like cocoa. So I'm drinking like ten cocos a day. And um, Kostaki goes, you know, you keep having me pull over to buy these cocos. And, uh, you know, you say on stage you're not gay, but uh, you're not making a real good argument for it with all these <laughs> cocos you're drinking. And I remember being like, Kostaki, if drinking hot chocolate makes you gay, I know a shit ton of six-year-olds that are gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's nothing. But we think something that isn't, like, masculine is, is gay. Is gay. But it's not. It's, it's just not. like, no, I'm like, I'm like a little kid. Love It's also everything. damaging to say that to a child. Right. Like, to say anything where you're starting to to steer the gender roles. Right. Because I think it's important for a person to be well-rounded to make those decisions on their own when they come about it. Sure. In those infancy moments. I agree 100%. I love everything. Like, you can't name a thing that I would be like, "Eh." well, actually, snowboarding and skiing, I'm not crazy about. I'm terrified of that. Because I don't like being cold and I don't want, like, breaking my legs. Yeah, just a picture breaking my shins. (laughs) It doesn't sound fun. But when my friends ask me to go snowboarding, I always go with them and I just kind of post up and drink whiskey, like, at the (laughs) thing. And then when they're done, I'm like, what up? You know, like, so, I don't know. I just, like, love, I love everything. I just want to do all that stuff. But when it comes to, like, in the bedroom, you're... Straight as an arrow. Yeah. yeah. What's the craziest thing you've done where you're like, mm. um, like, like fingers in the butt. Like go down on a girl. Come on. <laughs> that's the craziest. I think that, no, I'm just, I mean, that's awesome, but that's not the craziest. You ever had th- a threesome? I've had a threesome. Yeah. A couple Which times. Which way? Two girls and you? Yeah, of course. It's not like. Well, I don't know. I mean, you could be open to that. That doesn't make you gay. I know. But like if, if it was me, another dude and a girl and I called that a threesome, I could be telling I could have one every night. <laughs> it's harder to get two girls. It is to hard. Yeah. Like how long ago was that? So if you, I asked a dude and I said, like, how many threesomes have you had? And he's like 20. I'd be like. That's incredible. Unless it's another dude, yeah. and, another, and then it's not incredible. I could right. do that. Then that's in just a roommate days. situation. Yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> how um, long ago was it? One when I was like 23, because I didn't lose my virginity until I was like 23, and wow. I went like on a rampage. Actually, I was 21. I say 23 in my act. That's why it's like stuck in my brain. Yeah. But it's actually 21. And, why do you uh, say 23 in your act? Because uh, it sounds more impressive. Yeah. I think it's, it's more exaggerated. Too. I think it's it's more specific. 21. Yeah. But I say 23 on stage, but it's actually 21, and I had zero sex. I didn't do anything. No no messing around. Until no, you were 21. Until I was 21. So when I, when I had sex for the first time, I was like, I'm doing this as often as possible. I'm, I'm doing this all the time. Like, I was, like, going crazy. And so, yeah, I was able to finagle a threesome within, like, the first, like, six months. I was like, Holy oh. shit. It was incredible. You barely even know your way around down there yet. 
And you're already nagging a threesome? Made me happy. Were you cracking jokes? To, what was the scenario? Do you remember? Actually, they were pretty aggressive about it. What? Be I think it was aggressive. two girls. Be aggressive. That's my advice to girls all the time. Yeah, I know. They don't sit around and... It's your joke. It's one of your jokes. They don't sit around and wait for it. Like, well, I hope he like, comes over here and talks to me. Go talk to him, dum-dum. <laughs> Women are equals, right? Go be aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to do that voice, you fuck? Because I'm sick of the female <laughs> nonsense. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Oh, the scenario was we were watching Starsky and Hutch. Oh my, the remake. <laughs> the remake. With, was it Ben Stiller yeah, and, and Owen, Owen Wilson? Wilson? Yeah, oh we're my sitting there. God, that always gets me going. <laughs> that always starts the threesome. <laughs> That's the movie. Oh, that old trick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they were just really aggressive. Like one of the girls, like basically, I think both these girls, I guess, were either. I think they were both interested in waiting for me to like, kind of like, um. I think they were waiting for me to show attention to one of them, so I would like tell them like, "Oh, he must like so and so." Right. But I didn't do either because I was just like a shy, like nervous kind of dork, and so I was just sitting there. And then all of a sudden, they were like looking at each other, and I could see them kind of like whispering or something like during the movie. And I was like, "What is this?" And then it was I was at um in a at my house. It wasn't okay, like I at a theater. Like, no, theater? I was like at my house. And so I Pee-wee see them kind of like talking to each other, and then all of a sudden, at the same time, both of them started like kissing on my neck, and I was like. I'm not saying anything. This is like <laughs> a, this is going down, and so that's that's how it happened. That's amazing. Twenty one years old, Killing and then it. when does it happen again? And I felt bad. I was like a church intern, and that's why I like that's you why I didn't have from sex. church. No, but I, at that time, that that was what I was doing fully. Like I was employed, like with the church. What does a church intern do? What do you do? Oh, uh, you work for free, like forty <laughs> hours a week, uh, just basically hanging out with the kids and like being oh, okay, like, like the like, youth, youth, okay. youth intern, protecting them from the priests. Yeah, yeah, no, not Catholic. No, we're oh, like okay. we were like the hip church, you know, like no, Jesus is like cool with you doing whatever, and Jesus wore UGG boots, you know. Uh, he did. He's down in Venice Beach right now. There's like chilling, twenty man. of them. <laughs> you're like Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's Jesus? a lot of Jesus. There's so in many Venice. Jesus. And then there's just like you're like, are you working? Are you? Is it your day what off? What is this? What is going what is on? Are you a dirty work? man? Or are you like a homeless man? Because there's a difference. I'll date a dirty man. I may date a homeless man too, but I have limitations. <laughs> no, you won't. I mean, if he has. What's like your a status camper. while we're on the podcast? Uh, I mean, I'm like out there, put myself out there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's not a guy listening to this that's gonna hate hearing that. I mean, I'm sure there's a few. <laughs> yeah, it's my charm. <laughs> I like fishing too, Jeff. <laughs> just making sure. I was just saying what what your story is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's different because I feel like as a guy comic, you guys can sort of just go have some fun, do your philandering after a show, and that's it. As a chick, it's like a little. There's an element of danger. Oh, so you're suggesting that females are different? I'm suggesting that <laughs> the scenarios are different. Yeah, for sure. Um, I did, the desires aren't different, but right. I think the ability to uh, execute some of these things is a little more difficult because of the role change. I don't think so as much because you'd be surprised. Like every female comedian I work with, people are always like direct messaging me or like Facebook man. Hey, what's the story with? Jesse Mayer, what's the story with Heather? Like, like, they'll send me messages. Like, they're all very, very interested, and they're all audience members. It's like, and so they're always, like, thinking, like, I have some inside scoop. It's like, I don't know. Go talk to them after the show, like the way girls do to dude comedians. So how, guys don't really come up to me. After shows? Like, yeah, when you're selling like, merch? I'm, sh- I'm they're sure They're just they weird. Like, they're just, and it's not like I'm like, I want it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I notice the difference between men and women and talking about other com- comedian friends that are yeah. girls. It's just a different. It's just a different tone that goes along with what we do. And if you're a man or a woman, yeah. that energy that's exuding on stage, I think, 
generally when people see a man doing it, they're like, yeah, that makes sense. And then there's still this like thing about women, like you're still confused by it a little bit, uh, commanding so much, uh, you know, such a presence and like control on stage. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, I mean, cause I've never been a female comedian. I don't really know that you that's sure? true. I mean, you started off as <laughs> Yeah, I started <laughs> at a young, young age. I'm trying to think, like, I don't know. Do, do you remember, like, growing up, did you have, like, you watched stand-up comedy specials, mm-hmm. all that stuff? Yeah. You're, by your mom or your dad or both that introduced you to that? Or is um, something you just found on TV. You yeah, just found on your own? And I think I remember, like, stealing jokes, too, and, like, doing them at school. <laughs> Like, That's but cute. but I wouldn't like go like, hey, I saw a funny comedian do this joke. I would just use it as my own. I was like Carlos Mencia in school. Like I was just like just going around just like saying. <laughs> I think I was, every like, kid's like that though. Yeah, because you do you do impressions. But I was very young, and so then when I got like in junior high, I was like, dude, I'm gonna be a comedian for sure. I was killing it. I was like the funniest kid in school, like by a thousand times. Were you like, like the surprise? There's no one even like close to the funniest kid. Oh shit! Humble brag, high Sorry. school humble I was brag. Crushing it. <laughs> Yeah, man, easily the funniest kid. Easiest, and then you were st- like. But just- I was. But if you want, if we're going by records, you know, I was also the least athletic, the least good with females, the dumbest, like the worst grades, like the biggest Did you troublemaker. Really bad I don't oh, think you're horrible. dumb. No, trust me, book dumb. I'm people well, smart. Yeah, we know that you're book dumb. I know a lot of like read. things that I was interested in. I know shit ton about like. Mortal Kombat or like video games or like <laughs> you know, comic that can books. Prove you a lot about or, life. Yeah, I'm good about. I, I'm like smart in tons of categories. Just none of them are school related. I can't name I all 50 states. I can't. Like the other day, I was in Minneapolis and I was on stage and I was like, "Is Minneapolis the state or the city?" And I watched the crowd look around like, "Do we pay a mentally challenged guy to do stand? <laughs> like, what the do hell you know, is I, that?" I'm always worried about saying Minnesota or Minneapolis, and I'm like, "Which one is which?" I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> but it's I've never needed any of it. We're at Rick Bronson's. Uh no, it was like a casino thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. But so. I always feel the same way. Like I don't I don't know the song. I don't know the state song. But it doesn't matter. You don't need any of that crap. People think you do and you don't. Do you know all the presidents? Um no. I know ours. <laughs> I know one. <laughs> I know um Barack Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack Obama. Uh, George Cocksucker Bush. I know um George Bush Sr. Do you think 9/11 was an inside job? Uh yeah. I do too. Obviously, I do too. I really Just the do. way it fell down, it's like, come on, what is this? The sands in 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 Las Vegas? Uh, it's a coincidence. Okay. It looked exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a coincidence that it crumbled in. No, I uh, yeah, I obviously believe that, but uh, I, you can't tell people that they get really upset. Well, we just told a shit ton of people that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're just gonna get so much hate. Watch mail. how many tweets. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> This guy says men and women aren't equal. I was like, no, 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 with abortion? No, or remember just female that, comics. That, oh yeah, tell yeah, me. Female comics that real mad at me. Right. So you were you tweeted something about yep. female comics, and it you it got a, it went a little viral on Twitter. It didn't go viral. There's a podcast called, uh, or not a podcast, but like a girls Facebook page. I don't remember what it's called. Like the Pussy Something. The Pussy Posse. So, yeah, maybe com is that it? Forward slash. Is that real thing? I don't know. Oh well, there's something. It's something like that that's on Facebook where it's for all these like female comedians. And it's just for them. It's like exclusive. No one's supposed to know about it. No boys allowed. I don't even know about it. No boys allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Can you put your tongue back in your head, please? <laughs> so annoying God. to me. But anyways, I posted this thing. Um, let's see if I can find it. You posted a tweet, right? I posted a, yeah, thing like a uh, actual like. Gosh, I gotta find it. Just so look. That it makes just sense. look for it. It's fine. You I'm can looking. find it. I um, I I just. And basically, everyone got mad at me. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, did you post it like a joke? Yeah, no, I was posting in it. Jest? Yeah, it was supposed to be a joke. Obviously, because you're a comedian, right? Yeah, but Don't here's the thing: is that like, it at? Is girls, this a joke? girls are not just girls. People in general will be like. Hey, nothing's off limits. And then you'll hit a subject that they are not comfortable with. And then they're like, hey. That's like, off well, limits. Yeah, but like, no, you said we joke about anything. I guess I can't joke about female comedians. Is that not I know, appropriate? I mean, I think you should be able to joke about anything because then, you know, if somebody else wants to joke about something and then they get, you know, that it's just, it's a double standard. But they point. did the typical thing where they're like, yeah, but it wasn't funny. Yeah, to you. Uh, but I was trying to be funny. My right. intent was it, trying to be Your intent wasn't to harm anybody. Just relax. And, I was, and also, like, if you read it the way that I was writing it, I was meant to be, and maybe my intent was missed, but I was meaning to say, like, women are killing it. Like, yeah. women are crushing right now, so stop crying. Like, right. you're doing very, very good. Like, there's nothing bigger in stand-up right now than women. Or more desired or women wanted. Killing it. I mean, we have our own block, our own um, Ghostbuster movie coming out. I know, which is awesome. It makes me so happy. Like I'm like very impressed. I'm not. I wasn't talking trash. Uh, it's gonna be hard for me to find. All right, I found it. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, so you found your your tweet. So the post that I tweeted or tweeted it was a Facebook post. It's too long for Twitter. I wrote besides Amy Schumer, Whitney Cummings, Chelsea Handler, Ellen, Nikki Glaser, Rachel Feinstein, Samantha B, Fortune Feimster, Sarah Silverman, Lace, Leslie Jones, Kathleen Madigan, Wanda Sykes, Maria Bamford, Bonnie McFarlane, Tig, Lonnie Love, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Marilyn Raskob, the Girl Code cast, the Broad City cast, the Orange is the New Black cast, the Two Broke Girls cast, the Bridesmaids cast, the cast of Girls. When are female comedians going to get some opportunities? <laughs> that was the joke. Suggesting like <laughs> you're doing great. Stop crying. <sighs> but and it's it's okay for them to be like. I, I I guess I listened to one girl who was like complaining about it, and it made me like laugh because it's like no women are crushing right now. There's not like I, I'm very proud to see like you know what was that movie Whiskey Foxtrot Whis- Tango or Whiskey whatever Tango Foxtrot. Yeah, that one. Uh, I was like, it makes me so happy to see like Sarah Silverman came out on Conan O'Brien dressed up as Adolf Hitler, and that shows <laughs> like the power of female comedy. If a any guy comedian comes out onto Conan O'Brien dressed up as Adolf Hitler, that'd have been like that's tasteless, right? It's not. Fun. But this is a great opportunity that w- something women can do in comedy that men can't. Right, Sarah it Silverman, changes things. It was too. great. There's so many great things happening in female comedy, and these girls just went crazy. Like fuck him. He's such a. P- it must be so hard being a white comedian who just gets everything which is really insulting too and then like all these girls like just giving me all these facebook messages like one girl's like it's too bad that whenever a girl gets something in comedy everyone assumes we just blew someone or had sex or something you weren't saying that that's not what i was saying at all and also those when i get something people say the same thing to me they're like oh he just got it because he's a white comedian and he looks the way he does so it's yeah like you take the credit away from me or the same idiots who say that about women say that about every group. Like a black guy gets on, oh, yeah. they probably just need a black guy. Yep. Oh, there's an there's always guy. some bullshit. Yeah, but that's it's yeah, it's just those are the same idiots that are talking. Don't blame everyone for that kind of stuff. I don't know. I was just trying to be funny, and then they got all pissed off. I know. I just think it's kind of uh, ridiculous for people who follow a comedian, yeah. take something personally or offensively. It's like, dude, come on. 
When the irony is, they were female comedians yeah. who probably go on stage and joke about some really horrific subjects and and then would be very upset if someone took that serious. That's what I'm saying where the double standard lies yeah. because it's that sort of thing where it's like, well, I'm sure you're saying something that is right. offending somebody else. These weren't house moms coming after me. They were like they were like female comedians who were like legitimately upset. And I was like, shut up. That's just up. ridiculous, man. Because at the end of the day, all that matters is that you're funny and you're speaking some sort of truth and, and you are not stealing jokes. Right. One of the comedians, or I, I'm being very generous calling her a comedian. Okay, one of the she people trying Facebook to She Facebook messaged me. Because I, I wrote to people like, hey, I'm sorry if you're offended, but it was just a goof. And they were like, sounds like you don't get it. And I was like, well, Jesus. no, I'm just telling you that if, I'm sorry if you're offended, but I'm not going to apologize for the for po- you, Yeah, right. I'm not going to delete it or anything. Like, no, no it's that. just a joke. And this girl goes, you don't understand what it's like to be a female comedian. And I go, you're correct. I definitely don't understand what it's like to be a female comedian, but I was just joking. And she goes, have you ever had to turn down road work because you were afraid you might get raped? And I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm done having this conversation. That's like, why you turned down road I work with me, I know. immediately I know, that's like, why you don't want to go on the road with me. No, I accept you're that rape. You're afraid to fall asleep. I love that rape. <laughs> Jesse May was trying to like get me to she roofing me while I was driving. And she's like, No, 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 it's fine. Just just keep steering. Remember our road pizza? We put oh. pizza on the dashboard. <laughs> yeah. We were driving, we had to go to some college gig and we stopped at Pizza Hut. Yep. And that was hilarious. And this girl goes, Has anyone ever told you you look like Jesse May Palooza? And she, I was like, Yeah, she gets that all the time. <laughs> and then, and we, then we left. We left. We stole toys from the from the stole kids some box. toys. Do you still have that? I still have it. Nice. Yep. And then uh, we yeah, put and the we pizza on the dashboard. We had dash pizza, so we just put <laughs> the pizza pie. on the dash dash pie, and then just we really eating dash pie while we just eating it off the dashboard. Yeah, I support it. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, and you didn't worry about rape then. No, I, yeah, I accept it. It's part of the it's road a part gigs. Of the, it's it's what gets you the work. Just get in there, and if get it. Is upset about this comment? Please email me at jeffdie <laughs> at gmail. Actually, send it to my website, uh, redtube.com. <laughs> there should be a place. Red to tube. That's what I call my my, my pussy hole. <laughs> um. It is weird. His face was perfect. Was it? What, yeah. did, what did he convey? Just, went, Im- just complete disgust. Yeah, because like, is it too early for that? You then? found a thing we love so much and made it so crass. And, and that's my, my pussy hole. <laughs> that's my charm. <laughs> so where are you going to be for the next few weeks? Where can people find you? I'm going to be in Chicago. At where Zanies. can girls come in pr- in yeah, person? Protest, protest your shows. Hey. <laughs> All so bachelorette I, parties. Please from now go. on, I won't say women are killing it in comedy. I apologize. <laughs> um, I'm at Zany's in Chicago all this week. I don't know when this is going to be on. And T- then, it's going up tomorrow. Oh, perfect. And then I'll be in Albany, New York at the Funny Bone on the following weekend. Then I'm in La Jolla at the Comedy Store. All in a row. The next weekend. Yeah. Okay, and where can they get tickets to find you? Just go to jeffdie.com. Jeffdie.com, and they yep. can follow you on Twitter and all that shit. All that shit. I'm on all of that. Are you doing a podcast? Nope. Nope. I don't do podcast. I'm not very good at like that kind of stuff. I don't even do podcast. Like, I like someone like just texts me this morning, you're doing a podcast? I don't like do podcasts. Uh, doing I'm doing it for cause you because I like you. You remember my friend? And I do like Adam Carolla's because it's really big. And I did, um, yeah, like I like, I don't know, unless I like the comic, I don't really. Care I to feel be so honest. honored. Yeah, well, it's fun to be here. Even though that I'm female? Yeah, I did a female comedian's podcast. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're just doing this to equal out your, your tweet Not at all. That, that, that ruffled the world. Nope. <laughs> we know what's funny is like how people, like one girl wrote like, I'm just trying to help you understand why there's a backlash. I was like, ah. 
don't what? know if there's a backlash. No. There's like 40 comments that were all like, LOL, this is so funny. And then like four messages from your <laughs> dumb. Four personally irate messages. Yeah, like from girl comedians who are like open micers. <laughs> oh, ouch. That's true. Yeah, see, they don't understand it yet. It's not like real, like, yeah. there was no like giant comedians who right. got outraged. It was like my friend's Wanda wife. Wanda Sykes was like, wait a minute. It was like my friend's wife. <laughs> Hey! I was like, all right, yeah, well, this really hurt my career. Yeah, bitches be bitches, man. Well, most people should get it. Women are crushing it. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. Yeah. Well, it's nice to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm going to come back anytime. I come love back this and place. chill, man. I mean, we got a nice little. Who you got next? Who's your studio? next podcast? We got a, I'm, I'm trying to get the swinger couple to come on. Nice. Yeah. And then a mortician. You should add, I wonder if swingers ever get jealous. They must. Right? They must. They're human beings. They don't have it on lock like that. Yeah, they want you to think they do. Yeah, because they're like, oh, we're so open. Look at this. It's like when you watch Sister Wives and like, it's fine. We're normal. And you're like, you're not normal. That's why she's crying into the bologna when she's inside the refrigerator. She she hides her tears inside the bologna meat. Yeah, and she acts like, no, this is no, it's completely normal. Why is this meat so salty, mom? Trust me. Soaked with my tears. (laughs) My tears of jealousy. Put it in my mouth. Well, you'll find out. You'll have to. I'll send you the link I when I interview them. I definitely want to hear those. I, that's why I, I want to know, like, how does it work? What are the rules? There has to be rules. Why are they coming on? Because I want to know. I know, but I was curious, like, what they're going to be no, like. No, they do this. Oh, I want to help promote. They do. They promote <laughs> this, like, love. Thing. Like, they, they do podcasts. Oh, they're hippies. Yeah, they're, like, total, like, sexual hippies. Wow. I want to know how they, how they make it work, because I think that might be a key to, to certain, you know, longevity in, in relationships. What is letting other people just fuck your significant to, other? Not that literal, but just being open to like, you know, fingers yeah, yeah. in your butt. Well, yeah, like maybe <laughs> if these rifled. people, <laughs> maybe if these people can teach you how they don't get jealous when other people are banging their significant yes. other, it'll help the rest of the world be like, I won't get jealous when he has a friend at work or something. Yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, something that small. Because the small things build up and then they become the big things. Yeah, maybe these hippie weirdos will help the world. Yeah. I think they will. I hope so. They'll help the world or your holes. Through your podcast. Through my podcast? <laughs> I'm going to be healing people and their holes. <laughs> healing holes. With, with Jesse May. May. <laughs> All right, Jeff Dye, I'll let you go get on to your, your day and get another hot chocolate. Thank you. I love you. I love you, too. Bye. <laughs> All right, that was me and Jeff Dye talking shit. And if any of you are angry about the female comments that were made, please send your uh, suggestion email to I don't give a fuck at gmail.com forward slash get over yourself. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I can see both sides of the thing, but come on, let's just keep it real. Just just chill out. If you're a chick doing comedy, just just do it. Don't bitch about it. You can anyone can bitch about anything in any career they have. But the people who really achieve success are the ones that just go out there and and deal with the bullshit and do the work that's it okay do the work whether you're wearing a tampon or not (laughs) so uh also don't forget to send me um what are you gonna send me no one's sending me anything you guys can send me whatever you want i'm not gonna give you my real address because i accidentally posted that on instagram once i geotagged myself like a dumb bastard I didn't know what geotagging was. This is like last year. And uh, I posted a picture and my manager calls me. He's like, hey, um, you just put your home address out to 300,000 people. And um, I, I pooped in my pants. A little turd came out. A cute little turd. little Tootsie Roll. Um, 
you guys sent me questions. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I like to do questions. I don't always get to them, but you guys, you guys are freaks, man. Shit. A lot of you are just at home ask, asking freaky ass questions. So I'm going to answer a few of them. Seth Denton. That's a tough name, man. Seth Denton. What the hell's Denton? Is that even a real thing? Seth Denton. Okay. Hi. What is it like being a comedian on the long road of fame? And when will we get to see you on TV again? Great question, Seth. Um, you can check your local lo- local news tonight. I will be looting your <laughs> your grocery store. <laughs> What's it like being a comedian on the long road of fame? You know, you worded that very nicely because it is a long road of fame. A lot of comedians sort of forget that. Uh, there's highs and lows, and it's very cyclical. And it's you gotta you gotta have staying power. You have to have a good circle of people around you and really good weed to last through this thing. It's it's definitely a marathon. This this is not a race. You know what? I take that back. I take that back. There's many races within a longer marathon. So your heart rate gets shot up through the roof, and then you're like, okay, I'm lethargic for two weeks. So you just have to be able to handle that. I love being a comedian. You know, it beats having some boss at Chipotle. Telling me how I'm scooping beans wrong. Really? Am I Sharon? I think you, you're scooping life wrong because you're managing a fucking Chipotle. <laughs> For all of you out there who work at Chipotle and your name's Sharon, I apologize. I always feel the need to apologize because you fuckers are so entitled with your goddamn blogs and your offense and this everyone takes offense you know offense raises your blood pressure and when that happens cortisol leaks into your bodies and you get alzheimer's so every time you're offended by something you're giving yourself alzheimer's i'm a doctor i know what i'm talking about (laughs) matt simon asks If a dude goes streak, oh no, I already asked Matt. You already asked me this question. I answered this before, and I'm not going to ask it again. Okay, um, let's see. How many dildos? Brian Draven asks. How many did did Chaplin fart over there? Okay, I thought you were waving your hand because Chaplin farted. Ben, the the producer on the ones and twos over here, was waving his hand. I thought he was stuck in a Chaplin fart cloud. (laughs) Those things can be pretty rank. Ben Draven, how many dildos can a dill do during dill do if dill done dildos in December? <laughs> I don't even know the answer to that question, man. And I've never even heard that question before in my life. And I don't know if you, how many times it took you to type it to get it out correctly, but I'm impressed that I said it once correctly. So um, I don't even know the answer for... Um, Michael Brayman, ATM. Gross or something you got to work up to? ATM. What's ATM? Ass to mouth? Oh! Unsanitary, Michael. How, how greedy. Come on. Ass to mouth. Eat a sandwich before you go down there. Jesus. You know, I need, I just need, I need to know if that's on the menu before I get involved because I have precautionary steps and measures that I have to address before I get undressed. If you're going down to my butthole, I'm starting, I'm restarting my butthole bleach. I started that last year and I stopped it because it felt, my butthole ate the glob of asshole bleach. If you guys aren't caught up on it, I started asshole bleaching last year and then I put a little glob right on my butthole and it vacuum sucked it in inside. 
So I may, I'm, it may work. I just can't see inside of my rectum right now. I may have the most beautifully pristine rectum ever. I just can't see inside of it. So I don't know if the company works or not. It ate up all the, the glob and I didn't feel like buying anal bleach again. But you know what? Online shopping is beautiful for those little moments where you don't want to be out in the open. You want to have like a little discretion when you buy your anal bleach. But my friend Tanya just gave me another packet of this stuff called Pink Magic or something. And I'm going to put it on my butt. I'll, I'll let you guys know how it works out. Um, I'll, last question and then I'm going to tell you guys where to find me again and then I'm going to leave you forever. <laughs> Bob Gyroid. What the fuck? Bob Gerard? I said gyroid. Bob, you've asked me questions before. Bob Gerard. Were you funny growing up? Always a class clown. I was. I was always a class clown. I was always, you know, I always got that superlative in school and I loved making people laugh, mainly because uh, my childhood was filled with neglect. So thank you, Bob, for drudging up those memories. I hope you feel good about yourself, you fucking selfish asshole. <laughs> okay, so jessiemay.com for tickets. Uh, you guys are delightful. I appreciate you tuning in every week. Don't forget this weekend, I'm going to be at Good Nights in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's the 31st of March, Friday, April 1st, and Saturday the 2nd. Then I'll be making my way to Cincinnati at the Funny Bone, April 8th, 9th, and 10th. And then I'll be in Lexington, Lexington Kentucky, 30, the 21st to the 24th. Albany, New York, the 6th, 7th, and 8th at the Funny Bone. You guys can get all these tickets at jessiemay.com. Also, if you want tickets uh, for next week, I'll be doing another giveaway. I'll post it on my Facebook fan page. I'll post it on Twitter and all of that. And I always announce the winners every week here at the podcast. So I appreciate you twats for listening. Love each other. Love yourselves. Stick a finger in a butt tonight. Get creative. That's it. Fucking turned its head again. Boof! See? See? It's looking at me. A deer would run. A deer wouldn't stay. The dogs won't go outside. Oh, fuck. They're, oh, shit. Oh, my, oh, it's got fucking two forward-facing fucking eyeballs like a fucking human. Oh God, what the fuck is that? It's staring right at me. Two fucking eyes. Get out. Yeah. You know, I see these fucking Bigfoot videos and they got the grainy shit and then I always wonder why don't they just go run at it but it's fucking dark up in that hill and I ain't going shit and if the dogs won't go outside Whoa! Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.